All right, all right, here we are yet again with another episode of English and Coffee. And today I wanted to give you a little helper of sorts to develop your ability to ask questions on the spot in context. So to do this, I said I could either read a text and ask questions during the reading, or I could pick random topics and hit you with on-the-spot questions, which I think I'll do. Because the best way to learn something is to see it from an example, a real-time example that you can listen to over and over until you just start to develop a sense of how these questions are being formed. So there'll be very little explanation as to how I'm coming up with these questions, but you will begin to see a theme. Because when we ask questions, you ask them to gather more information about a particular subject, a particular point of interest. Maybe it's your point of interest or someone else's, but you ask questions to gather information. So I'm going to say a topic, for example, dogs, and I'm going to ask questions about dogs. But I'm not going to start every question the same with what, why, when, where, who, and how. I'm going to come in the middle. I'm going to come in the side as questions you will meet in real time when speaking with a native. So let's take the customary sip. Already at the bottom of this, we've done several recordings, and I feel that this is the best one. Enjoy. Dogs. What's the reason that dogs bark all the time? What's the most annoying thing that you can find about a dog? Is there any difference between a dog and a cat? How do dogs communicate their emotions to other animals? Is it through bark? When a dog barks, what is it really saying? Why do you think that so many people have dogs in their house? Are dogs more a protector or a helper? Should dogs be allowed in schools? Why do you think some people have dogs to assist them in the world and other people don't? Is it possible to live without a dog? Do dogs differ that much from wolves? Employment. Where do you work? What kind of job do you have? In your work, what's the most satisfying experience that you can find in your day? Is this the job for you? Would you recommend your job for someone who has less education? Would you recommend your job for somebody who's just starting out? Is this an appropriate job for someone to have if they're in school? Are you troubled with balancing work and life responsibilities? Government. Why do presidents come to power? Is it really the people's choice when a new president appears? They say people have the power, but it seems to me that government officials have a louder voice than the population. What do you think? Should governments work together across the world? When you talk about world leaders, what are you really saying? Should the individual be allowed to speak at a presidential election? Religion. How many faiths are there in the world? What's the biggest difference between Buddhism and Hinduism? Is there a grand theme that connects all of these different religions together? What's the craziest religion you've ever heard of? Is it wrong to say that the Wiccan faith is better than the pagan faith? Is Christianity the largest religion in the world? Is the Lutheran church against the agnostic faith? Or is it the same thing? Traffic. Look at all these cars on the road. Where do you think they're all going? What's the reason that India has more traffic than America? What causes traffic? 
When you're going to work, what's the worst thing you hate to encounter besides traffic? What constitutes the word traffic? Why does traffic appear? What's the best way to avoid traffic? What's the difference between traffic and a traffic jam? Does traffic really cause that many problems in the world? Is there a country in the world that doesn't experience as much traffic as another? How many problems does traffic cause for the economy? Does traffic promote sales of automobiles? Is there a vehicle that would alleviate the pressures of traffic on the road? Woman. What are women? What separates a woman from a man? Is a woman here to create life or to take it? Without women, would the world exist? Is it okay for two women to love each other? Gas. What is gas? Why are gas prices so high? Are the gas prices here higher than those in other countries? How is gas made? Is gas some sort of chemical combination or what? Cigarettes. Why do people smoke? Is smoking as bad as they say it is? What's the reason you started smoking? Is there a direct connection between death and cigarettes? Underground. What does it mean to truly be underground? You speak of underground. What do you mean? Living underground would mean what in this day and time? If you were to use the expression, I'm going underground, what does that mean? Vehicle. What means of transportation do you use on a daily basis? What vehicle would you like to purchase in the next five years? Comparing your last vehicle to your current, which one was more expensive? Is there a difference between your old automobile and your current vehicle? Books. How can you read so many books? Where did you find all these books? Where do you keep these books? What's the reason that you read so many books? How have you not turned into a bookworm with all the books you read? Did you find out about this book through someone? Did this book impact you that much? Did you change your job because of this book? Are you changing your job because of this book? Animals. How many different animals are in your region of the world? Is there an animal that you fear? Should you fear wolves? Are dogs weaker than wolves? Now that you've listened to the questions, I want you to go back and place those questions in the proper context. I want you to close your eyes or just think, where might you encounter these questions? And start to see yourself asking these questions. What would the person have to say for you to ask that question? Because if you're asking a question, it's based off of something they said. If someone told you, oh, I had to look through so many different dogs to decide which one I want. You could say, well, how many different breeds of dog do you think there are in the world? That would be an appropriate question to ask in that context. So I left some work for you to do to fully get the benefit. Because to just sit here and listen to me babble on, yeah, you could do that. You can sit here, you can read the transcripts, you can listen to me babble on. But to truly interact with this audio, to truly interact with English and Coffee, you got to do a little work. You got to take this power, put it in your hands, and make it work for you. So with that, we're going to take the bottom sip of this cup. 
We're going to wish you all the best, and I'm going to say I will see you in the next one. Now as a bonus, I want to give you something that you can completely do on your own. This is an article from Rover.com. It's titled, Why Are Dogs Called Man's Best Friend? I'm going to read a piece of this article. And I want you, using what you just heard, what you just experienced with the audio that I recorded, to formulate questions based on this text. Let's begin. Through the ages, people have claimed dogs as one of their closest and best companions. Of all the domesticated animals, dogs serve the widest array of roles, protector, helper, lifesaver, and companion. Dogs are incredible friends to people and they have been companions through centuries. The relationship between dogs and people is deep and old, a mutually beneficial relationship. Dogs and people began living together 15,000 years ago when dogs followed people's migration throughout East Asia. The connection was natural because both people and dogs are social beings. Neither can thrive when alone and both benefit mentally and often physically from strong social bonds. Though domestic dogs share 99% of their DNA with wolves, dogs exude warmth to other dogs and humans that contrasts greatly with a wolf's skeptical and defensive reaction to others. Dogs are social pack animals who thrive off of attention and affection, making them a prime candidate for a person's best friend. Since dogs have been domesticated to a point where they need us to survive, and we tend to find that we need them almost as much, people and dogs developed a symbiotic relationship. Most dog owners will tell you that their dog is a family member, and having a faithful dog at home gives us a listening ear, a warm paw to hold, and even strong legs to run beside. Where did the phrase man's best friend come from? In fact, the phrase man's best friend originated in the American Supreme Court in 1870 when a talented lawyer named George Graham Vest defended a man who deeply loved his coon hound named Old Drum. Vest argued that when a neighbor killed Old Drum for trespassing, the neighbor took the life of more than just a pet. He killed an important family member. Vest famously stated, the one absolute unselfish friend that man can have in this selfish world, the one that never proves ungrateful or treacherous, is his dog, much more than a pet. Dogs have proven themselves time and again to be loyal, kind, understanding, and have an indomitable spirit. They greet us happily after what may have been the worst day of our lives and make us feel better with a wag of their tail and a playful grin. Whether they're herding sheep, hunting game, supporting people with disabilities, or simply acting as a companion unlike any other. Dogs help humans with day-to-day -day tasks, many of them which may not be possible without them. Dating back to the 16th century, dogs have served as service helpers for the blind, and by the 1970s, dog trainers developed techniques for dogs to assist people with disabilities. Now, after listening to that text, what would be the best response an appropriate question or questions to ask to show the reader or speaker that you were fully paying attention. That's my challenge for you. If you care to share your questions, you can send them to www.
englishandcoffee.org or to my email, englishandcoffeepodcast at gmail.com. I appreciate you all, and I will see you in the next one.